0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Stories for Hope podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and in today's episode, we're going to hear from special guest Don Olson about a village in Nepal that transformed from a destitute community to one that is now thriving, self-sufficient, and full of hope. Don and his wife, Gail, have been involved in our ministry for many years, and in recent years, they've been a part of life-changing projects in some of the most remote villages in the world. Let's jump right in and hear from Don.
1: I came to Nepal in the, um, the second half of an Indian Nepal trip in the early days of 2020. And uh, as I went about visiting different areas in Nepal, um, you could see different things that just you said, man, if only we could do this or if we could only do that and the kids were so happy. Um, The the people were content. They were working and everything was manual labor. Everything from walking uh, miles to go up or down a hill uh, to uh, just getting carrying water to all of that. And so I learned that in the fall of 2018 and 2019, there'd been a drought and a lot of the uh, Nepalese men had gone to India for day labor because those were the closest jobs. That meant that they were working for a few dollars a day to um, not only sustain themselves but try and save up enough money to send back to Nepal to their families. And one of the things that became apparent was that um, there was water but it wasn't in the places it needed to be and one of the things I was told is that the mountain axe is a big sponge, and even as you have runoff in the spring and you actually have two rainy seasons during the year, with the heat and the sun, if the rains don't come, there was just it was too far to carry water from the water sources to irrigate the land. And so we became involved in a water project whereby they went to a natural water source, built a couple of large holding tanks, put down umteen feet, uh, even miles of black water pipe, and took it over to the village, built another uh, holding tank. And in August of 2022, we came back to Nepal, and what had been brown area was now green. Uh, People were growing corn two feet out of their front door. It didn't seem like there was a space that wasn't being planted to something. And not only that um, did they have one crop, but because they were able to harvest that drainage off the mountain through the, the holding tank and pipe system, they were able to irrigate and grow rice, rice being a staple for food commodity where before They had struggled to grow corn one crop a year. Now they can raise rice, they can turn around after that and raise cucumbers, tomatoes. In the day, they walked hours down the mountain to sell a little bit of produce. Well, after the the water tank and pipes got going, now the men came back from India. They were able to be in the village with their family they were able to uh, be a family unit year round, and the roads are starting to be improved now coming up because because all this is done manually, it's organic produce, and that organic produce then is in demand. So the the difference that I've seen is that it has made uh, a. a impact on the quality of life for the men, women, and children that live in the village. Consequently, you've got a church that's growing because they recognize that uh, these are gifts of God and that God has given them water and they're able to grow a crop. So, I've been involved with Hope for Kids for a number of years, uh, about five years. Years ago, uh, my life changed a little bit, and we became a little more involved. Uh, my wife Gail and I have traveled. Nepal is special to me because probably more than anything else, when you look at a project, and we, when we were here in August, we seen some cement go down for a foundation for a um, boys and girls bathroom. Prior to that, the kids, especially the girls, would just go out in the woods right on the edge of the cliff, so to speak, and we're on a mountainside here. They would go out and go to the bathroom behind a tree. There was a very, very antiquated outhouse there, so they built this beautiful modern type uh Bathroom that's divided boys and girls. And when we arrived here um, now in April, there was a red ribbon on that restroom. They had not used it because they were waiting for us to come back to have an official uh, ribbon cutting and get this thing going and you say to yourself, why, you know, what dedication, what, what humbleness of the people that they'd say, you know, I'd really like to use this, but I'm content to wait till for this day because I want to thank the people who give that. It just, it gives you that feeling in your heart for whatever you do, your time and your talent and your efforts here are just so greatly appreciated. They're so greatly um Greatly improve the quality of the of the families and the people involved. That it just it's it's just really really special. And so, I would encourage any encourage anyone who is looking to do something in life on a um, next step level. Um, Hope for Kids has all kinds of opportunities. You could buy supplies that somebody might bring to one of these kids or might send to one of these kids. You can sponsor one of these kids. Many of these kids don't have the money to pay the little bit of cost to go to school or to buy a uniform or to buy uh, school supplies. So you can start at any given level. You don't have to get on an airplane and travel halfway around the world. That's not what it takes to get involved. But once you become involved with the people and you see... Um, when you travel, as I have, to see what goes on, you just you're just so appreciative for the organization, for the people, and more importantly, for the results. So, as Hope for Kids goes forward, maybe you want to dig a well in Africa, your church, your organization wants to go together to sponsor that. it's just it's absolutely amazing when you see the results of of some of these water projects and the benefit of the kids. And it's not my story, but one that I heard this year that probably signifies the most. When we were here in August, my wife Gail and and Angie and Amy did some crafts with the kids. And when we arrived here today, a little girl came up to Angie and said, you know, I still have my bracelet that uh, we made at craft time last fall. And think of that that here is a probably less than a dollar craft (laughs) that was made and this little girl has it so special and she's going to put it next to the craft that she made with the Hope for Kids team this year. So again, it's just great people. It provides great results and, and just thank God for all the efforts and all the thoughts and prayers that everybody used to support the organization.
0: Thank you, Don. The transformation of the village is so amazing. I mean, look at what a water project can do for an entire village. Clean, safe drinking water, health restored, families reunited, infrastructure improvements, food being grown and sold, boosting economic growth, and changing the quality of life. And all these benefits carry on for generations. And I love what Don said about how easy it is to start making a difference. You can start small by just donating a pair of shoes for a child or sponsoring a child. We have many ways in which you can help. If any part of this story has inspired you to want to get involved, you can get connected with us by going to h4ki.org. Thanks again for joining us as we continue to share inspirational stories. Have a blessed day, everyone.